All right, good morning, everybody. It is a new day. Tuesday, February 8th. T-Row in the morning show time. It is election day across the state of Oklahoma. I don't know, maybe more. Is it across the United States, TJ, or is it just Oklahoma? It's probably the United States. I don't know that. Well, maybe know, it's the world. The state, but I don't know. Maybe it's the world. I don't know, TJ. Maybe uh, they're voting today in uh, Yugoslavia. I don't know. But I know it is in uh, in the state of Oklahoma. So get out. Vote today. Uh, some important stuff going on out there. It is going to be 67 degrees today, TJ. Hoo-hoo-hoo. I might do some sunbathing later this afternoon. Gross. Yeah. I had a weird dream about that, by the way. Listen to this. I just now remember that when I said sunbathing. So last night, I'm dreaming that I am out, I'm in some hotel suite, okay? I, I have to go see Coach Stoops and Coach Venables. So we're obviously on a road game somewhere, and so I go to this, like, office or hotel suite or somewhere in this hotel where I'm going to, I assume, interview them. Why else would I need to go see them? But when I when I arrive, here comes Coach Stoops around the corner, not wearing a shirt. And he's buff, all right? And then, like, and I'm talking to Coach, and he's not wearing a shirt. And then or here comes Miguel Chavis around the corner in a tank top, all right? And then a few... Uh, seconds later, Chris Plank comes around the corner, also in a tank top. And I'm like, guns out today, huh? And then that's the last thing I remember about the dream. I think there's some other issues we need to discuss and get a little deeper into this dream. It sounds they a were all weird. Get, <laughs> they were all getting a lift on, I think. I don't know what was going on. Mine was... Good morning, uh, Teach. Yeah, mine last night, I remember mine. I was going to the Super Bowl... The Super Bowl was in Jerry World, but Jerry World was like a world. It was like a city. And there That's was a train so station underneath, an airport, like shopping, restaurants. Like you could go to Jerry World and not even be going to the Super Bowl. It was just a community, like a, a city. And I kept getting lost on the elevator trying to figure out where Jerry World was for the game. And. I remember at one point I was standing at some stairs. There was a nice gift shop next to me, and they had like a, a some type of uh, like a kids gift basket with like Green Bay stuff in it. I was like, I got to remember huh. to come back to this place and uh, buy that for Bronx on my way out. But I couldn't even find how to get to the game, much less get back to that gift basket. So. Never found it. I woke up. My alarm went off. It was the confusing. There was a lot of stuff going on. It was a whole yeah. world there yeah, and everything. I was going up and down elevators and escalators, and I could never find the game. <laughs> so that I'm, sounds like I'm a normal trip to Jerry World to me. <laughs> yes. It so. is a maze to get from one level to the next. It, it is a Good morning, bit. TJ. How Good are morning. you today? I'm all right. I'm all right. Doing fine. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Did you have a good Monday? Um. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was a typical good. Monday. Like, I got nothing exciting to tell you. I went and my mother-in-law had a uh, flat tire, I so I had to go pick her up at Hibden and take her to her apartment. That was really all I got to report from Monday. Did she get a flat on the road somewhere? or at? Uh, that's not good. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Seems to be a, re- a reluctant uh, well, uh, this, story this is here. a recurring thing here lately with lots of flat tires. I don't know what's going on. So, I your said, mother-in-law keeps I, getting flat tires. I, I, yeah, I said, did you hit something? She goes, she goes. Well, the parking lot at work has a lot of potholes, and I hit one pretty hard. But a pothole can't give you a flat, can it? And I said, yes, Does it can give en- you a flat. Yeah, sure, it can. Does she have an enemy? Uh, slashing her tires or something. Maybe. Yeah, I don't Just know. Just throwing it out there. Perhaps. Hmm. Perhaps. I don't know. I don't know. So that was the excitement of well, my day. I got nothing to report uh, other than that Dinner was... last night? What'd you make the family last uh, night? Katie was off, so she cooked. She cooked these. Um, we haven't had them in a long time. You get the extra large uh, pasta shells, the really big ones. Sure, and you stuff them. And you stuff them with like... Uh, it's like a Mexican-style meat and corn and black beans and salsa Woo! and sour cream, and um, it's delicious. Delicious. That's what we have. two Sprinkle cultures with, coming together there. That's the cheese. Italian culture and the Mexican culture coming together there. Right. In, in one just flavor explosion. To which my kid was eating it. said, no thanks. Can I just have some chicken nuggets? Wow! So they went and made Go to your room, kid. <laughs> Go to your room. Popcorn chicken. <laughs> you put a sauce over the top of that, or do you? Do you just yes. Leave it no, naked? it's already cooked with a sauce in it. But then you can add sauce to the top if you like. Yeah. Like what kind of a sauce? Do you, is it uh, Italian sauce no, or no, Mexican no, no. No, sauce? No, like a, a salsa, like a salsa. Yeah. Okay, so the only thing Italian in it is the noodle. Uh, yes. Or the pasta. Yes. Otherwise, it's uh, a Mexican dish. Everything else dish. is Mexican. Yes. Okay. Huh. Interesting. Ask your wife if she'll share that recipe with me. I'm intrigued. All right, I got it. At I the had a house. good day yesterday. I'm in a better mood today. Good, too. I'm I hope happy so. to report. I I'm hope in a so. better mood today. I would like to apologize for my general crankiness yesterday. Um, I got a nap yesterday. I got a walk yesterday. Man, I got some fresh air. Good to be out in nature again, TJ. Uh, I got to go to. Uh, Chloe's volleyball practice last night. Hang out with the parents for a little while. It was a very good day. My batteries are recharged, and I feel much better. Uh, check this out last night. So we're on the way home from practice. It's like 6. Practice got out of 6. It's about a 30-minute drive, so it's 6.15-ish or so. Okay. And I am picking up Chick-fil-A for the fan. Chloe's in the car with me. My okay? pleasure. And... I thought the rapture had occurred, and I'd missed it, TJ. We're, we pull up to Chick-fil-A, and there's no line. There are uh, We come around the corner there where they, they oh, got the double lines going it. on. We're at I-40, and there are attendants out there taking you know the orders in both lanes, but there's nobody on that. Now, we're on the opposite side of the restaurant from the window, okay? Mm-hmm. But there's nobody there. So I pull up, and I was like, man, not much of a line tonight. I pull up, and I give him my order. Chloe likes to uh, Snapchat when I order at uh, Chick-fil-A because I always say, because she, she likes ranch with her. <laughs> she likes ranch with her uh, fries. And I got a salad last night, and I got ranch with it too. So I always say ranch when I order. She thinks it's hilarious. So I say, uh, she think you're country I'll take the when cops. you say it, or do you say it like that on uh, purpose? I just say, it, I just say it in a funny, you know, oh, I just okay, say it on purpose okay. in a funny way to make her laugh. So I say, I'll take a cob salad with ranch, 
And uh, she always uh, Snapchats it to her friends when I do it. So anyway, <laughs> I pull up. <laughs> so my dad's my dad a ranch thing. Dork. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we order, and I pull around the corner, and there's no one, no one What's in line. What's going on? That's never no, happened at Chick-fil-A. No. We went into line all the way to the window with no other. It's 6.15 at night. Like it's not the lunch rush, but it's still like a dinner hour, all the way to the window at Chick Fil A, and I'm like, "What is going on?" I get to the window, and there's no one behind me, and there was no one there when I got there. And the guy says to me, uh, "What's the name on your order?" <laughs> and I laughed. I was like, uh, "How about the only order you've got? That would be mine." But I didn't. I wasn't a smart aleck. Gave him my name. But how about how weird is that, man? I, I was I'm like, trying to something think in my has head. happened on planet Earth, and I missed it. Yeah, I'm trying to think in my head the last time I've been through a Chick-fil-A drive-thru that there weren't not even Never. just a couple of cars, like multiple cars. Even the one that I've gone through several times in Shawnee on the way out to the lake is packed every time I go to the drive-thru. Yeah. doesn't matter the time of day. That's weird. Yeah. I wouldn't this have ate that. I don't know I that I would have ate that Chick-fil-A that night. I would have been afraid something was wrong with it. <laughs> it's a little frightening. And the, honestly, the, the service wasn't that friendly. It was a bizarre experience. It was like. You sure you weren't at some knockoff Chick-fil-A? Maybe. Maybe I messed up. I don't know. I, the, the food was good. The, the, the guy taking our order and the guy at the window were, you know. Normal drive-through, uh, har- not harsh. What's the word I'm looking for? Abrupt. Right. right. What do you want? What do you want? What's your name? Like what? This is not the level of friendliness I have come to uh, assume is going to come my way at a Chick-fil-A. I want to. How you doing today, sir? And uh, my pleasure. And, uh, and not only that, no one's in line. Maybe that's why no one was in line. I don't know, but it was weird. We went for a nice steak dinner Saturday night, our Valentine's Day dinner. Yes, I know it was two weeks early. Uh, the kid was the kid was with us. It wasn't it wasn't like it was romantic. Oh or anything. my gosh! Uh, oh my! Well, we gosh. were just we didn't even know once we got oh. there that we were doing it as our Valentine's dinner until we sat down and I said, "Hey, is this our Valentine's dinner?" Because I don't think we're going to be able to go any time between now and then. So, um. It wasn't even planned that way. It was just we were just going guys, to dinner. <laughs> you have got to cut the umbilical cord with that show. We were just going I mean, to dinner. Golly. We were just going to dinner. We've got a nice uh, weekend in Tulsa next weekend. We were just going to dinner, and then at dinner, I said, because of our schedules the next two weeks, and I said, I don't know when we would go out for Valentine's, and we were at a nice steak restaurant. So I said, we'll just say this is our Valentine's dinner. So that it wasn't planned or anything. Um, but the the waitress right. the whole time. Everything we ordered or everything we said, my pleasure. And she walked away, and I said, mm. she had to have worked at Chick-fil-A. Had to have, yeah. So Nobody else would say it that. It just stood out to me the whole time, <laughs> right? Nobody else would say that. She had to have worked at Chick-fil-A. Phrase. She was a great waitress um, uh, or server. What am I supposed to call her now? I don't know what's uh, proper. Uh, but anyway, she, my pleasure the whole time. I, I, I think waitress is still is an it okay? acceptable term. I think it? I got in I trouble so. from someone the other day for it. Really? Yes. Huh. So it's like it's gone the way of um, stewardess. Maybe. uh I'm supposed to say flight attendant now. Right. 
I did get in trouble so for wait, that. The other waitress day. Drake yelled a... at me over that because he said something about his flight attendant, and I said something back. We were in conversation. I said something about the stewardess, and he goes, "What world do you live in?" I wonder why those words are. Uh, I don't know. Considered inappropriate now. I don't know. I, I haven't heard waitresses out, so if that's true, somebody let me know because I've probably been using My waiter pleasure. and waitress. My pleasure. I think I you were at Chick Fil A last night. Is a, a P H I L? You got some generic <laughs> chicken sandwich. <laughs> it was really a bizarre experience. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, but anyway, I'm in a better mood today, Teach. I hope so. Uh, I got complaints about you yesterday, so I hope. Oh so. really? Oh really? I was getting on fans too hard. Did they get they they lash yeah, back? People at me were yesterday. like uh, concerned with you. Like, what was wrong with Toby yesterday? I said, ah, oh, you lost. They've lost seven of eight. It's just not a good uh, spot for him to be in right now. So it's a. I, I, here's what I need you, not, not just someone. I need you to get off your rear and go on the road with me to some of these games, so that you can come back and also report what I experience. Which is the absolute drubbing abuse that OU takes when they go on the road. I'm sure you do. I'm not. I'm not arguing with you on that. And then they come back home to a half full arena, and it's disheartening. That's all. That's all. That's all I'm saying. It's like don't get yourself wound up again. I'm not. I'm just saying if somebody else would go, that's part of the problem. You won't go on the road and experience it with me, so you can also report back. That's all. I just need somebody else to go. You know what? Toby's right. Toby's right about all this stuff. It is. They had newspapers. I mean, what more can you say? How can you overcome a student section with newspapers? <laughs> you know, I don't know. Anyway, I'm in a better mood today. Don't get me started down that street. Uh, uh, and I'm also watching the gold medal curling match right now in mixed doubles between Norway and Italy. So that's got me fired up. We're just in the second end. Norway out to a 2 nothing lead. I'll keep you updated. You know, the Americans aren't doing great in the Winter Olympics right now. No. Uh, every time I dip in and out, they they seem to not be doing very well in whatever event. We have not won a gold yet. Not Almost in snowboarding. Yet. Got them at the end. When we come back, TJ will uh, tell you which Norman mayoral candidate you should vote for today. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show on a Tuesday. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. T-Row in the Morning Show, this hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. With the uh, Norman Regional Hospital, the HealthPlex, and a number of specialized professionals all across the Norman and Moore area. Norman Regional Health System serving all of South Central Oklahoma's health care needs. One game in the Big 12 last night. The Texas Longhorns get a late T.O. turnover uh, off a weird lob. They score with what I believe is a lost art, the mid-range jumper. Um <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're running on today is the uh, bringing back the mid-range jumper hey, in basketball? It was more than once over the weekend I thought about it when guys either just shoot a three or go inside that I'm like, nobody mm-hmm. shoots just an eight-foot jumper anymore. Mm-mm. They just don't do it. You know, uh, 
it was uh, it, it's a good point you bring up because it's kind of been a movement in basketball on all levels mm-hmm. to it's not worth it. Right. Like, step a, another the, step back and hit the three. Yeah, either get a three or a layup. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that's what they teach, and don't and defensively force them to take twos. And so, yeah, done. There's a couple of guys, especially uh, Timmy uh, for uh, Texas, Timmy, who specializes in the mid range. So that's right up your alley, Teach. That's what they won on last night. Texas gets uh, the Jayhawks 79 76. That right after uh, Kansas looked very impressive on Saturday, then follows it up with the loss Tuesday night in Austin. So. See Two good games last night. That Duke-Virginia game was great. That's part of my problem, too. I'll be honest with you. I love college basketball so much. I love it so much. It's 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 my sport. It's my favorite sport. And uh, of all of them, uh, NFL, college football, baseball, college basketball is my favorite sport. I love it so much. So uh, that's part of the, the issue that when I – I just, you know, when everybody's not as fired up as I am, I get a little irritated, I think, Teach. So. It's a me issue. I, I got to talk to my therapist about it, and I'll get over it. But um, in baseball, I feel this. You know how much I love baseball. You love baseball, too. It's the same thing, you know, baseball. When you're fired up about a game and you roll out there and there's seven people there with you in the stands, you're like, hey, come on. <laughs> I kind of like that at baseball. I kind of like that at baseball games. Uh-huh. <laughs> spread out and have a nice time. Mm-hmm. What uh, else you got for me? Let's there, see. Chris in the 918 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line says he got your book yesterday. Thank you, Toby. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate you getting the book. Hope you enjoy it. The Chick-fil-A on I-40 is busy at lunch but is often slow at dinner. I think it's because there aren't many homes in that area. Good point. It's an industrial, well, not industrial. It is a, it's, it's a, it's right in the middle of a bunch of shops and stuff, you know, all the, uh, all along there on I forty. I have been there several times, though. I mean, it is a frequent stop for us on the way home from volleyball practice. It's one of the options all the time. So it's probably the fourth or fifth time that we've hit that Chick Fil A in the last couple of months. And there's been, even if they're shorter, there's been a line there, you know. So really, it did cross my mind last night. Like, the raptures occurred. We've missed it. But we're, at least we're going to get a chicken sandwich out of this thing. At, least, so. at least you get an original chicken sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go out. Consolation prize. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are called flight attendants because there are females and males and others. I'm not going to say the word that they put here, but it refers to everybody, I guess, when you're saying flight attendant. So you can be a waiter or a waitress still? I don't know. I'm aware of why someone's called a flight attendant. Yes. Thank you very much yeah. for that. Um, I'm aware of that. But, but I wonder why steward and stewardess went out the window. I wonder why you couldn't differentiate between the two anymore. And waiter and waitress. You're telling me maybe waiter and waitress is no longer acceptable maybe. anymore. Maybe. Okay. I don't know for sure. Yeah. Uh, Boy, it's hard to keep track of this. There should be a monthly newsletter as to what you can and can't say. Here's a this just this just has a uh, link to an article. I'm not going to click on it yet, but 
telling me about the uh, stewardess situation and why Drake is definitely woke. <laughs> Drake. <laughs> you gotta love the Drake. You gotta love the Drake. Uh, anything else for me back there? We caught up on the text line. All right, if you want to participate in today's show, we welcome it. You can call us, 405-329-9000, or text the show, Air Comfort Solutions, text line, 405-651-3439. TJ, who are you voting for for mayor today? I'm not not saying on air who I'm voting for. I'll just tell people, Uh go out and vote. Very important election here in Norman. This has been a very, very contentious, dirty, like, things have to Someone calm down, needs to right? to bring this town together. Like, it's been a bad two, three years now, and this yes. this election has been, whew. If you've been watching it, the mudslinging, the things that have gone on, oh, the really? trying, trying of ruining of, of lives and everything that's gone on with this thing, go vote. And, and I'm not telling you who to vote for. I'm just going to tell you. There's probably one right candidate, in my opinion, but that's a lot of people have that opinion, so I won't tell you who that is for me. There's been mudslinging, you say? Just a little bit, yeah. Where does that take place, by the way? Has there been some like debates and things happening, or uh, was um, it like front yards? Debates, or, uh... social media is mainly where the, oh, uh, the yeah, postings go on. Um, uh, I was about to say something about one of the candidates, and I'm not. I'm not. You may have seen this person on the news. I'm. I, I'm not going to say anything. I would say if you needed a one town to represent the disconnect in the United States of America the last two years, it, you might select Norman, Oklahoma. It's, it would be up there in the running. It would be. It would be a yeah. finalist. There's no doubt. Yeah. So we need someone that can uh, bring it all together and uh, give OU whatever they want, right? Is that what you're saying today, Teach? Not, no, I'm not saying yeah, give OU whatever what they want. Today. No, that's not what I'm <laughs> saying. Hey, I watched uh, I watched a couple. Okay, go vote, people. I don't even know. Yes, go vote. Tell you to vote for Go vote today. I'm not. I don't live in Norman, so I'm gonna. Uh, I support whoever TJ supports because he's my best friend. Man, dogs are getting after it. Pig going on in the house? To say in the other room this morning. I don't know. She woke up grumpy. Uh, I watched a couple of. I, well, I've been watching this one documentary. And I watched some more yesterday, and then I also watched the Tuck Rule yesterday. Have you watched the Tuck Rule yet? Thirty for thirty. No, I've seen the clips of it and stuff that they've keep playing and promoting it, but I just I don't. Is it any good? Like I don't know that I would be interested in it. Why do you say that? You're love. You're a Tom Brady stan. I am, but. I don't know. It just seemed like a boring documentary. Like it's been discussed for years. So I don't like. Is there something that's worthwhile? Is what I'm asking. If you've watched it, I thought it was interesting. It's not. It's only an hour. I think it's not that long. Oh, okay. So it's, it's not, not like a series or something like two or three. No, episodes. it's not a stupid ten part series okay. like the Michael Jordan know. documentary was. No, so okay. gag me with a spoon. Um, no, it was. Uh, it was. It was intriguing. So what they did is they brought. Tom Brady and Charles Woodson together in a Florida seaside mansion (laughs) and had them watch the game together again. Two Michigan alums who were teammates at Michigan. Woodson is the one that hit Brady that caused the fumble. was a fumble, by the way. And initiated the tuck rule. They also had, you know, they had interviews with everybody involved, including the referee, Walt Coleman. 
who was like, I don't even know why we're here. I got the call right. It was an easy call. What are we even talking about? It was a tuck rule 20 years ago. It's a tuck rule today. It was great. Um, and everybody involved in that game, you know, they had them, all the Raiders are still ticked off about it and all the Patriots are still, uh, just tickled, you know. So it was interesting. It's not the greatest 30 for 30 I've ever seen. But the interesting part is, you know, I had even that's the year that Brady took over for Bledsoe. That's the play that led to his first Super Bowl win. And he's like, at the end of it, he's like, what if, what if you didn't get that call? What would have happened? And Brady's like, honestly, like, I just fumbled away a chance in the playoffs. I'm backing up Drew Bledsoe the next year. It's like, I wasn't, I hadn't done anything yet. I just can't, we didn't have, they didn't have any offense going in that game. It was like 17, or it was 23 20 or something like that. He's like, we, it's not like we were lighting it up. I hadn't done anything in my career. I would be known for the guy that fumbled, uh, you know, held on to the ball too long there and fumbled it. And, and I'd be backing up Drew Bledsoe the next year going into the season if that play doesn't happen. So I'd never thought about that before. Like maybe he still fights his way through and becomes, Tom Brady, he probably probably does, but man, I mean, maybe not. You know, maybe he becomes one of those guys who is just a quote unquote backup quarterback and never really gets his shot, or he gets traded away to a team that wasn't as equipped to allow him to become who he was, and and never becomes Tom Brady that's, if that's called that's the other way. Possibly true. Yeah, I only remember that game for. The people I was watching the game with. Ace, Who's that? Ace McGee, Darian Selvey, and Jabari Brown might have been there. What? And I remember Ace was extremely upset, it seemed like, when that call was made. Were you, why were you hanging out with the OU men's basketball team? <laughs> it was uh, uh, no, not unusual back then with that team. So that's all I'll say. I remember the kitchen table what do you that mean we were that's sitting all at. You'll say. I'm just saying they were always around. This was when uh, around your house, uh, not my house, no, um, but around um, people that Katie lived with and stuff um, at the time oh. in college. So uh, I just remember them being so upset over that game and the kitchen oh, table been. we were sitting at and where we were watching. I don't even remember whose house we were at. It just I, that always stands out to me when anytime anybody mentions the Tuck Rule. Belichick's in it, and they're like, he's kind of like, um, he's kind of like Walt Coleman. He's like, uh, I mean, it was an easy call. It was obviously a Tuck. I knew it was going to be our ball, so I was just trying to figure out what to call on the next play. <laughs> Everybody See, else is throwing a fit. Everything you that know? you've said so far does not. It's exactly what I thought this thing would be, and that's why it has not drawn right. me into watch. <laughs> Walt Coleman never officiated another Raiders game because they hated him so much. And then they showed some video of like uh, he goes, "Yeah, but I was asked to officiate a whole bunch of Patriots games in the years after I'm that." Sure he kind of chuckled were. about it. And then they show this video of. Belichick in a pregame warm-up, you know, sometime in the future. And he's talking to one of his assistants. He's mic'd up, and he's going, hey, we got Walt Coleman today. How about that? And he's, like, smiling, you know, like 
<laughs> like, he's got Walt in his pocket, you know, so. <laughs> it was interesting. Uh, Brady and Woodson are giving each other, that's what you watch it for. You, you see these two guys that were involved in one of the most famous plays in NFL history. One of them absolutely convinced the call was right. One of them absolutely convinced it was wrong. The paths of their careers may have been defined by it, and they're watching it back, just giving each other, you know what, the whole time. A call that may have given you 20 years of misery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It definitely, (laughs) the ripples affected me, affected everyone. It's one of the biggest moments in NFL history, without a doubt. After all that, Vinatieri still had to come in in a driving snowstorm with five inches of snow on the ground and drill a 45-yard field goal just to get it into overtime. So, anyway, it was intriguing. We'll take a break. Back after this. The Ref. Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. I'm looking at uh, Jerry Palm's new bracketology out yesterday he has OU now first four out first time I've seen a bracket without OU in it in a long time probably since the Arkansas win back in Tulsa um other other teams OU has played uh in the Big 12 and beyond he's got Arkansas in as an eight he's got Florida in as a 12 he's got Auburn obviously a one and then the Big 12 teams, uh, Kansas a one, Baylor and Texas Tech both threes, Iowa State a five seed. They're uh, tied with OU in the standings. He's got them a five seed. I was about to say, that's a lot of respect for a team that has not played very well in conference. Mm-hmm. They got some really good non-con wins, though. Uh, let me see. What are the other Big 12s here? He's got TCU a six, Texas a six, and am I missing anyone? I feel like I'm missing a Big 12 team. West Virginia, one of the first four out with OU, and I guess that's it. Um, so there you go. And I, I think that's right. I mean, I, I don't think you can – Put up too much of a case for OU right now, honestly. I mean, they got, they're going to have to beat some people. They, they had some good non-conference wins. The Florida win, the Arkansas win were good. Um, the Iowa State win obviously is a good one, but it was at home. So they're going to have to get some wins here the rest of the way, not only to get that win total up, but to enhance the resume. You know, go beat a Tech, who's projected to be a three-seed right now. Go beat, a obviously, a Kansas, but a Texas next week when they come to town. You know, you, you're going to – well, honestly, if you get that number up to 17 or 18 wins, you're going to have to beat some of those teams along the way. Right, yeah, at this point, yeah. There's no other way around it at this point. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I cannot sit here and – and slam my shoe on the desk. I can't go Khrushchev on this thing, TJ, and uh, claim that OU deserves to be in right now. I mean, they, they've they lost seven of their last eight and don't, you know, they don't have these wins where you can sit there and say, hey, these guys should be in. So I think that's probably right. I don't know what uh, 
I think Lunardi's will be updated during the show this morning, so I'll let you know what his is. But I got no problem. Their, their net is at 46, and there are several teams in the field with nets higher than that, which shows you that, like, for example, among his last four in, this is Jerry Palm, he's got Miami, whose net is 73, Stanford, whose net is 89, these, these teams are in, and Mississippi State, whose net is 48. So that just tells you OU's net at 46 is really good. It's still very, they are very much in striking range. They just got to get, they got to get some wins. They got to get some wins. Tech tomorrow night. What's the spread, Teach? I don't think we'll know till tomorrow, but what's the, what's your guess? Then Norman, so that swings it a little bit. I'll say five. Tech by five? Yeah. Man, we'll see you tomorrow. Uh, Jerry Palm says first uh, four out. The other, the other documentary I, I've been watching, and I watched another couple episodes yesterday. I got one to go. Is called the One Hundred Foot Wave. Have you heard of this? I it's not on heard HBO. Of that. No. I'm not a surfer, but it's about what? surfing. I've never surfed in my life, life, but uh, it's about surfing. It was recommended to me, or otherwise I would have never watched it. It is fascinating. Uh, it's about this guy named Garrett McNamara, who's a pro surfer, who finds this uh, area called Nazare, Portugal, that nobody had ever found before, you know, in the surfing like world. A, oh, okay, in the surf. I was going to say, what? <laughs> like Every, discovered there, there, I, he's Columbus. <laughs> right. There are these... Famous surfing spots around the world, you know, Hawaii's oh, sure. North Shore and uh, different places that these pro surfers go. He's a bit what they call a big wave surfer. So they try to catch these, not just your normal waves. They try to catch these 50, 60, 70 foot waves. And somebody in Portugal said, hey, you, you should come see this. So he went over to Portugal and found this spot that now is considered the most famous surfing spot in the world. And the documentary spans about 10 years of him first discovering this spot and then bringing everybody over to it and the waves that he's caught and other people have caught there and how they measure them and the injuries and the deaths and all this kind of stuff. It is really interesting. It's all educational for me because it's a world I'm completely unaware of. But uh, it's like a, it is one of those six-part documentary things. They're each about an hour long that uh i've watched five of the six now but i would recommend it whether you're a whether you're into surfing or not it is very intriguing and i can't wait to see how it ends so far they haven't caught the 100 foot wave they've been pursuing a wave that is measured at 100 feet and living through it i think some guy's got an 82 footer right now uh hopefully in the last uh i don't think it's going to be garrett though garrett has now i think broke every bone in his body and suffered you know about 17 concussions. So hopefully Garrett's not going to get out there on a wave again. But uh, anyway, I recommend Just gotta it. got to wait for the 50-year storm like Bodie did. That's all they've got to do. They'll get that wave. I don't wave. know what that is. Is that a movie reference? I don't know anything about that. All right, we'll take a timeout. I'm running a little late this morning, 8.48 in the morning. It's uh, T-Row in the morning show. We're brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. 
XOE is a full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. And their slogan is, try it before you buy it. Both locations have a couple of acres of grass, and we encourage our customers to take the mowers for a spin before deciding which is the right mower for them. Bad Boy is made in America and has been one of the top brands of mowers for more than a decade. You can get you one at Extreme Outdoor Equipment. We'll be back. Wake up with Toby Rowland, the T-Row in the morning show. Weekdays from 6 to 8 a.m. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. Oh, my God! Toby! Toby's getting held back by security! T-Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans. T-Row in the morning show this hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. Big thanks to them. Mystery solved during that break on my time hop. It popped up where I posted nine years ago. In all my years of radio, I never have experienced anything like that, to which nine years later I said, I wonder what happened on the show nine years ago today. So I clicked on it, opened it up, and all these people are like, what happened on the show today? I missed it. And in typical TJ fashion, I left it a mystery for myself, too, by telling them all, well, you should have listened. And I'm like, dadgummit, TJ, why didn't you just answer them? But then our good friend Jim Costello at the end, said I loved it. I never woke up this morning imagining Toby would be interviewing the Japanese rotary president. <laughs> yeah, that was great. You were at the pancake breakfast. That was a Randy LaFoon special right there. <laughs> you know, every once in a while we get an email from the higher-ups who say, uh, we've arranged for you to interview so-and-so on Tuesday at 8. And right. Like, oh. Interesting. This will be interesting to try to tie into a sports radio show. Maybe it's a surgeon. Maybe it's a politician. Uh, maybe it's a charitable organization. Whatever the case may be, we run a for-profit radio station here, so but we try to take care of the community. And uh, that was one where the boss said, uh, "I got an I got an interview for you coming up. It's with the what was it? The Japanese Prime ja- Minister? The Who Japanese, was it I talked to? Japanese Rotary President? Some a yeah. president from some Rotary somewhere in Japan." I don't think he speaks English. Yeah, through a translator. I don't think he speaks English, but he's going to be a guest on the radio. (laughs) We did it at Norman High School, right? That's right. I think you were in the in the cafeteria at Norman High for a pancake breakfast or something. Right, right, right. Uh, right. Yeah, that (laughs) wasn't. Thank you, Jim Costello, because I wasn't going to answer people's question on my own social media. So, (laughs) Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Speaking of Drake, remember Drake's concert at the BV Intro Presser? Yeah. I do remember Drake was supposed to perform. He never showed. Uh, No mudslinging at the Norman baseball fields because they're all gravel. (laughs) Well, I like that text. I believe that is Norman's fault, right? Weren't we trying to build a bunch of new... um, Pools we, and we, baseball, n- basketball. We weren't courts trying and all to. That kind we voted stuff. for that. We voted for that. So no, it didn't. just has you not voted happened. Against it. You voted no, it down. No, we did not. Trey Young tried to give millions. Trey Young was the second one. Trey Young's the second one. You've always yeah, tried to speak no, on this. Thank you. That is not true. We did approve we the vote for Norman Ford for the baseball fields. We did approve that. Rewriting history still right has here. not happened in the uh, ways that we were promised, but we did vote for that. Uh, Amazing. So- we never have any controversy out here in Piedmont. 
<laughs> you don't in most towns. So what I you said earlier I was even right. Tell you the name of the mayor of Piedmont, and that's how it should be. I lived in this town for years and didn't know who the mayor was. Years. That's how it should there's be a, in most a cities. Sign. I went to pick up my daughter from school yesterday. There's a sign for a guy running for uh, city council in Piedmont. And I was like, huh, look at that. I didn't even know there was an election going on. <laughs> I like it when it's more like that. Maybe I should move to Piedmont. Yeah. Maybe you and I should switch houses. I think uh, that's a win for me because your house is worth about twice what mine is that's with the not true. circle drive <laughs> and the multiple living rooms and the multiple boats and all the stuff you got going on out there. So uh, straight up swap. I'm in. We'll take a break. We're talking about houses. I'll take a break. Uh, top of the hour, 7 o'clock. We'll be back.